Howdy folks, this is Rich, a.k.a. Boar Lord. I got absolutely nothing going on here on Tuesday, March 13th, 2018. I'm not the only one with too much time on my hands. Here tell, there is a uh, package bomber in my former hometown. I'm going to get to that in a few minutes, uh, as well as... uh, an interesting story and then uh, a, a personal story actually about uh, winning winning <laughs> we're gonna win so much you'll be tired of winning I'm tired of winning okay um, after I've won once uh, here just yesterday uh, we'll get to that we'll also get to um, what it takes to get your child onto a uh, billboard or a diaper box or something, some shit, whatever, you know. I happen to think my kid is absolutely beautiful. I'm not the only one, though. Uh, I re- We regularly get stopped in public. Uh, uh, anyway, I'm going to talk about that later, but uh, if you're dying to find out how to get your child... Up on the big stage in advertising uh, or just, you know, modeling gigs in general. We're going to cover a few things on that. So uh, stick around. Uh, keep sending in the messages. I say keep as if someone already has. I'm thinking about leaving myself a message. And I will say I apologize because I logged out of everything and I went to... Um, my anchor site and unless you are an anchor member you can't leave me a a little voicemail a little message uh that i can play on the show it's the closest thing you're gonna get to like you know call lens who's gonna call into a fucking you know thing that's not set up but if you got something to say fucking say it we'll address it um if you're already on anchor if you're not on anchor you don't have to do a podcast with it if you don't want um but fucking send me some messages man if you uh if you happen to get on either way hit me up and uh and we'll discuss what's going on with you all right let's start the show you're listening to absolutely nothing going on today's threat level ginger So with this uh, Anchor deal, it's all done through my phone because I'm poor and uh, just waiting for the big big money, cash money billionaires to uh, invest so I can get some equipment. But until that time, we'll bring it to you uh, whatever way we can. <laughs> All that to say that I just recorded this whole segment and it uh, woo, disappeared because it's all on the phone and it has to do this weird thing. It's a super simple platform, but uh, yeah, it, it, it'll lose a thing. It'll lose a segment 
real quick when we're when you're trying to make a show. So, um, well, let's get through this here. Uh, I'll try. I'll try and make it as genuine as the first time that I did it. How about that? Uh, Austin, Texas, a mundane part of modern life and commerce. A of course talking about a package left on a doorstep, has set off waves of anxiety in the Texas capital after three packages with homemade bombs inside exploded and killed two people. This uh, this is no bueno, man. <clears throat> For those of you who don't know me, I, uh, I just moved here to sunny Florida, central Florida, from Austin, Texas, uh, back in November, and I'd lived there for about eight years, almost nine years before that, better part of a decade. And I love Austin. It's uh, it's a great city. I've, I always felt safe there. I, I don't know if uh, safe is the right term, but it's a very safe city. It's a magical place. You know, the, everybody wants to be there. It's just the new hip town. Everybody's flocking in, you know. So, uh, poor, my my broke ass just kept getting priced out. <laughs> and so I'm here back in Central Florida where I grew up. And step down. Whoa. Step down or step backwards, however you look at it. But uh, hopefully moving on to bigger and better things here before too long. But, uh, yeah, enough about me. <laughs> Let's just talk about this news story, except for all of, you know, my life story. <laughs> Any case, these, uh, these bombs, I guess the first one came on the 2nd of March. And uh, thought it might have been a one-off. But now two of them here just just yesterday on Monday. So the FBI is involved now. Uh, they said uh, all uh, all the victims so far have been uh, either. I mean, I guess it's only just a few people, but um, both of them are black and Hispanic. There's been some other ones that they've intercepted that haven't gone off, I guess. So, yeah, so FBI is involved now. It's not just a one-off. There's an improper investigation going on now. But uh, they said that the the this article is saying that the packages were not posted they were placed so this person obviously has to be uh local let's just hope the cops get to him before some uh some good old boy <laughs> you won't blow up packages in my town uh-uh Ugh. Either way, they said it takes a certain level of skill, you know, so they're, they're thinking maybe somebody who's military trained or uh, has some background in it. But these are, you know, they're improvised 
devices, they're not, you know, these aren't, um, this is not like a hand grenade or some shit, you know? Somebody had to craft this, this thing. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, does it take a lot of skill though? You know, I, I run into this all the time because I'm the kind of dumbass that, you know, runs into situations uh, that I'm trying to like build something or replace a part of my car or something like that. And then maybe this, it, you, you may have experienced this as well, but uh, things that either too, too busy for the instructions or they don't even come with instructions. You know, there's no manual. Uh, my car manual tells me all the parts, but it doesn't tell me how to replace those parts. Uh, so in lieu of going to car part replacement college, I fucking check out YouTube, man. I would not be surprised if somewhere in the dark corners of YouTube, there is, uh, there's a, there's, about 800,000 videos of how to make a fucking bomb. And there's got to be some, how, you know, how hard can it be? <laughs> I'm going to go try and get, try to make one right now. How hard could it be? <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I'm not going to try and make one anytime soon, but think about it. You know, you got some sort of reactant, an explosive, uh, a fuel source, highly explosive, flammable fuel source of some kind. Um, maybe something to create shrapnel, nails, ball, uh, ball bearings, stones. I'm looking at a jar of stones on my counter right now. I could just pour some gasoline in there and put a fuse on it and <laughs> boom, you know, like it can't be that hard to make a bomb. We know how bombs work. Okay. You just need some kind of container couple of ingredients, boom. Wasn't it uh, one of these school shooters or something had like a duffel bag with several pipe bombs or something? Like that. You know, like if a board, uh, you know, my life's so hard, uh, kid can make up a bunch of, bunch of pipe bombs in his parents' basement. It can't take that much skill to put uh uh, something in a box that explodes as soon as you touch it, you know, or or mess with it. So I don't know about this report of skill. You know, it's the New York Times. So this, I'm sure this is what they've been told by authorities. But, uh, but yeah, I'm not certain about how much skill it takes. I don't know. Has anyone out there ever made a bomb? Hit me up. Send me a little message. I'm sorry, I, on that note, I did uh, check into Anchor uh, a little bit. I signed out of all my stuff and then went to the website to try and listen to the podcast. And absolutely nowhere is there a button to leave me a message. So I'm very sorry if you don't have Anchor uh, and you're listening to this off of like Google Play or Spotify or uh, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcast media. Um you can't just go to the website and leave me a message. So hit me up on Twitter, um, Richardography, uh, at Richardography, of course, and Instagram at Richardometry. Uh, hit me up with some DMs. What do you think? You know, is it that hard to make a bomb? Is it really that hard? Does it take a, such a level of skill? I mean, they st they're saying because also because they were placed 
without exploding. That's the thing is you got to, if you're going to make a box that explodes as soon as someone fucks with it, uh, it's got to not explode while you're fucking with it to put it in place, you know? So I guess that may take a level of skill. I don't know. I also don't know how these things were put together. They don't go into that much detail, which is probably a good thing. Not going into detail on the news on just how to do these things. So, um, uh, let's see here. Said the first victim. Okay, I saw that. 17-year-old boy. One of the... (laughs) One of the kids is a 17-year-old boy, Draylon Mason. He's African-American, but that sounds like a white-ass name, doesn't it? Draylon. Hey, Draylon, me and Skyler are going down to, to uh, you know, Mason's house. Oh, his last name is Mason. Then that can be... I don't want to make fun of the guy. Man, 17-year-old kid. Says he was going to University of Texas uh, Butler School of Music. He was already... Accepted there as a classical bassist. Uh, that's pretty dope. But, you know, they never see it. That's fucking sad. But, you know, a high schooler. Uh, high schooler. You know, that's it. I'm walking out. I'm going to do a walkout. That's tomorrow. Shit. We got to add bombs to the list now. We need more bomb control. I'm going to ban any unmarked boxes. Uh, we're going to win. I don't know why I keep going back to winning. But really, though, we're going to ban bombs now. They were never illegal in the first, or never legal in the first place. I don't know. But either way, uh, on this thing here, I hope they catch this guy before this gets too far. I, this can't turn into another... Um, Rock thrower. If anyone, any, if anyone from Austin is listening to this, you will know what I'm talking about when I talk about the I-35 rock thrower. I mean, I for like even after they caught the guy, just because they were talking about the the fact that there might have been <clears throat> copycats and not just one person, which I think would have been more messy, and they would have caught somebody earlier on. But since this was the first person that they caught, ended up being the guy that did all of it. It's a fucking homeless guy. Um, yeah, they thought it might've been copycat. I mean, th- we're talking about how many was it? it was like 60 some incidents, excuse me, but I mean, this guy was throwing chunks of concrete off of overpasses for the lower deck of, uh, I 35. I mean, imagine you're going 60 miles an hour, just <clears throat> the speed limit down I 35 through downtown. And you know, I mean, even though the thing is not moving, I mean, it's just dropping, the chunk of concrete is just dropping straight down. You're coming and you're going to hit it at 60 miles an hour. That's totally deadly. I mean, there were, there were like, it was definitely over a million dollars in property damage. Uh, at least two or three deaths. Um, one guy definitely was paralyzed. Uh, this was just bad news. I mean, and it was just a fucking bored, sadistic, homeless guy that did this. I know that this that a uh, a package bomb probably couldn't be made by a homeless guy. I mean, where would he fucking hide out and make it? You know what I mean? But either way, 
I hope this doesn't go on for a long time before they catch this guy because this is fucked up, man. This motherfucker's got to be brought down. There is a $65,000 reward if you can bring him down. Yeah, when it, uh, the rock thrower, they had like, um, it was something stupid. It was like a $200,000 reward. Man, I dreamt, you know, I was broke. I dreamed of sitting on top of a parking garage and, you know, glassing and... <laughs> Thank you, Tom Segura, for that term. Um, get my big old binoculars up there and just glassing, checking out all the overpasses. And uh, catch this guy, you know, $200,000. I could use that. How fucked up would that be, though? You know, like I got him in the sights. I'm like, all right, uh, we got to go. We're going to go catch him and get all the way down there. And, uh, and, I, and I'm coming up, and uh, it turns out that fucking some – the convenience store across the streets clerk called cause he like was pissing on the side of the building or something. And that's how they caught him. You know, like nobody gets the money at that point. You didn't solve it. You don't get the money. I was always afraid that was going to happen to me. So it stopped me from, you know, trying to be Batman, but think about it though. You know, could you could go around the country? There's gotta be at any given time, there's gotta be thousands of dollars worth of reward money for all kinds of things. That's it. Fuck it. I'm getting out of podcasting. I'm going into, uh, uh oh, we got some battery issues. Um, I'm getting out of podcasting. I'm going into PI, man. I'm going to be in the next Magnum. Tom Select. I'm going to grow my mustache back out. And, uh, I already have a, a love of wearing. Hawaiian shirts, so it should be, uh, <laughs> and shorty shorts, so it should be a, a shoe in. Uh, I also happen to drive a Ferrari. Isn't that just weird? I mean, it's just kind of set me up there. But no, I, ain't, I don't have enough money to podcast. There's no way I would have enough money for cameras. And I mean, but think about it though that $65,000 to catch this guy and his. If it happens again, if there's another bomb that goes off and somebody's hurt or killed, this number's going to go up. The money's going to go up until this person's caught, you know? And it, that that 65000 is coming from the state and the city. So I imagine it's going to be tax-free. You know, they're not going to be like, oh, it's a $65,000 reward and we're taking 50% of it. That's fucked up. Why wouldn't you just say, uh, you know, $30,000 reward? At that point, but if it, you know, if it was tax free, even if it took you the better part of a year to catch this guy doing your own investigating and stakeouts and all kind of shit, I mean, that's still $65,000 salary for the year. Shit, man, I'd do that. What if, you know, what if you caught the guy in a week? Move on to the next town, find another. Find out where there's other big rewards going on. I don't know. I'm giving away my best ideas here. Y'all don't all do this at once because uh, this is my idea. Copyright. <laughs> yeah, like I'm the first person ever was like, oh, I could be a private investigator. <laughs> Man, I'm a dumbass. All right. All the good stuff's already been taken. There's no way I'm going to be the next Magnum. I wouldn't mind going to Hawaii, though, for a bit. Have my own uh, mansion to use and... 
remember that like tidal pool thing that he had? The thing he was always like swimming around in and uh, macking on the ladies. Fuck, I always thought that would be great. To have your own like ocean pool. That'd be, that's made it money, you know? Not back then because everything was fucking cheap, but now everything's so goddamn expensive. That I ain't never going to see a million before I die. Do it for me. Okay, well, uh, I don't know. What do you think? Could you catch this guy? What What would be your strategy? What would be your strategy for catching this guy? Send me a message. Instagram, Twitter. Uh, I think I already gave you those. If not, it'll be at the end of the episode. Uh, <clears throat> send me a message on Anchor if you can get on. I mean, you don't have to make a podcast with it if you if you signed up for it. Uh, it's I literally signed up with my uh, already with my Google account. You can do it with your Facebook account, I think, as well. And all I had to do was put in my Google password, which is for my, my Gmail and everything, you know, logins and all that. And uh, boom, there I was. I was ready to make a podcast. It literally took downloading and typing in my password, and I was there. So it may take a few extra clicks to get to the get to the app and download it, but. Uh, but shit, if all you got to do is type in a thing and then you can leave me a fucking voicemail. Dude, how cool is that? Make it good, though, man. Don't drone on and on. Get to the point. I listen to these radio shows all the time and people are calling in. And it's just like, golly, you know, take it off speakerphone. Roll your fucking windows up. Um, get a better phone. <laughs> Use a landline. Jesus Christ. I mean, either way. I guess I can't be picky if I can't even get people to leave me one message so far. So, uh, yeah. Okay. So coming up next, I, uh, I got, uh, actually I'm going to save that. I'm going to save that, uh, personal interest story for the end. But, uh, do you have a uh, maybe a little baby, a beautiful little child, or that you think is beautiful? I'm going to tell you what it takes to make them a star. Could your child be a model? Coming up next on Absolutely Nothing Wrong. From Russia with love, it's absolutely nothing going on. Ooh, the beebs. Okay, uh, as promised, this is from parents.com. Of course your child's cute. But could he or she be a model? Here's a behind-the-scenes peek at what it really takes to be picture-perfect. This article is entitled, Could Your Child Be a Model? 
Now, uh, the reason I stumbled across this is because I've got this baby, right? It's a pretty new baby. She's just six months old now. <clears throat> just turned. Two days ago, actually. And people stop us on the street all the time. I mean, in stores, it doesn't matter. Everyone loves this baby. Everyone thinks this is a great-looking baby. Uh, good-looking baby to look look at. So, uh, let's see here. Um, flip through any magazine, channel surf on any given night, even drive by any stretch of highway billboards. And there they are. Adorable, wide-eyed babies. Showing off the latest in kitty culture. Helping hawk everything from juice to jeeps. If you're like most parents, the sight of these pint-sized models inspires three responses. First, oh, that's fucking doesn't happen. <laughs> I've never looked at a at an advertisement with a kid in it and gone, oh. Uh, so that's first. Then my kid's cuter. And finally, how can I get my child a job like that? See now. I had kind of the reverse thing. I never really thought about kids or babies in, in advertising other than they're fucking babies. You know, that's kind of cute, I guess. It's like puppies, you know, little whatevers are cute. Don't be wrong. I'm a, I'm a man's man, you know, but, uh, Fucking babies are cute, you know? Not all of them. Oh, my God, not all of them. Since I've had a baby, I've seen so many fucking babies now everywhere. You know, you don't see them. You know, it's like cars. You don't see the kind of car that that uh, you have until you have one, you know? You drive by, uh, you, like, you get a new car, and then all of a sudden you see nothing but those cars on the road everywhere. You're just, like, looking at them every time. I don't know. That happens to me. Maybe all aren't as discriminating but uh but either way so yeah it kind of it, it kind of went the other way around for me in that uh i had this baby and then after a while you know at first all babies are kind of wrinkly and gray and long heads and i don't know they just look weird uh as anyone would look stuffed in a Something like that for that long. But anyway, so uh, after that kind of wore off, this kid started to get, I mean, absolutely beautiful. Like, uh, I don't know. I was just like, man, this baby looks really good. I mean, I've seen some babies, and this one looks great. <laughs> so uh, me and my wife both agreed, and... Uh, and then it was just kind of confirmed by when we go out in public, uh, she, we've gone a lot of places with her. Um, my wife has a job that she ends up working at, uh, at uh, like festivals and farmer's markets and stuff like that. And, you know, I go out there and take the baby around in the stroller. And of course, like old ladies are going to be like, oh, a baby. But I mean, more than just old ladies. I'm talking about women who have like three kids around them stopping and being like, oh, my gosh, like that is a that is a beautiful kid. Like, you know, like 
They keep stopping. So I'm going to, you know, totally upstaged. This is, I don't like this now, you know. I was all kind of making fun of the dogs. It was like, hey, you're not the favorite anymore, blah, blah, blah. Well, guess what? Joke's on me. I'm not the fucking favorite either. <laughs> not that I fucking got looks whenever I went out or anything. Uh, yeah, no, usually the opposite. I mean, you know, people see me coming, they walk to the other side of the street. <coughs> uh, excuse me. <coughs> but now, when they see me coming with a stroller with this baby in it, like, they'll cross the street. They'll cross five streets to come over and be like, oh, look at this baby. So I started to wonder. I was like, you know, uh, should we see about getting her some sort of, you know, some sort of gig? <laughs> you know, put this thing to work. <laughs> I mean, she's not going to be this good looking forever. I mean, uh I uh, both hope and hope she isn't, you know, hope she is and hope she isn't. She can be, uh, she can be real beautiful right now. And as a woman, but uh, you know, the teenage, uh, and 20 something years that I hope she's just ugly, fugly, and then finds herself at like 30 and, uh, you know, starts dressing better, doing your hair up. I don't know. I'm fucking sexist as shit. She could be whatever she wants. I don't give a shit. Uh, like I'm going to be, <laughs> I'm saying this, like I have the power to ban my child or uh, ground my child from being too good looking. You know, that's a, what kind of fucking problems do you have then? You know, I don't know. I got a lot of problems now. Apparently winning too much is a, is a problem as well. So, uh, let's see here. Get the picture. Your first contact with a modeling agency should be by mail. Send two or three color snapshots, color snapshots of your child, including head only and full body photos with a self-addressed stamped envelope and a short letter stating your interest. That's uh, Charles Ramsey, owner of Product Model Management from uh, the old NYC. Big ups to NYC, man. I lived there for almost a year <laughs> one time uh, and just about lost my goddamn mind because that place lets you do anything at any time. Anyway, uh, <clears throat> play it straight. No funny hats. Chocolate cake all over the face. No, don't do that. Don't, don't, don't make your kid look like you think they should look. Just take some pictures of them looking normal, in color, kind of boring. People just want to see it, you know, like they'll, they'll make of it. You're not, you're not the artist. You're not asking to be the photographer. You're asking for your child to be photographed. So that's uh, something to think about. Uh, modeling agents aren't after a specific look. Nor do they necessarily want the most gorgeous kids. Well, there's a shocker. Maybe, you know, like if I took my kid, they'd probably turn me away. They'd be like, <clears throat> nope, sorry, she's uh, too good looking. <laughs> uh, I'm so fucking full of myself. Now I got a baby to be full of, too. 
But, you know, because uh, it's my baby, I'm like, oh, yeah, look what I did. <laughs> you know, this is proxy by pro- pride by proxy, we'll call it. Uh, Ramsey insists many advertisers actually prefer an average looking kid next door type child. Top criterion, though. Models must live near the agency's headquarters, which is likely to be in New York City, Los Angeles, or Miami. Like well, I could do Miami. Uh, though some leading firms have offices in such cities as Cleveland or Phoenix. Good news for once, Cleveland. <laughs> now hear this. There could be a leading firm that has an office, uh, uh, kid uh, talent management, could have a firm there in Cleveland. (laughs) At least it's not Detroit. We're not Detroit. (laughs) Y'all remember that shit? Those fucking back, uh, what was it, the playoffs in like 2010 or 12, somewhere around there. I think it was 10. And uh, the that guy that did the uh, tourism, Cle- uh, Cleveland tourism videos. Yeah, it was really great. Go look it up on YouTube, Cleveland tourism videos. Um, you need to be able to travel to shoots and meetings on very little notice. Sometimes a few hours. That's Margaret Polino, booking agent, Ford Modeling Agency. That's a Chile in Manhattan. Only people who are local can do that. If you don't live in a major metropolitan area, modeling opportunities are limited. Oh, man, but, you know, that ain't fair, man. There should be some modeling people out here in in our rural communities. I don't live no goddamn city. Well, too bad. Your child's never going to be on anything. Do you do you want to win? Do you want to get in it, or don't you? Yeah, this wouldn't be good for me. I mean, I, granted, I'm close to Miami, but shit, it would take me fucking a few hours. I mean, it'd take me five hours to get to Miami. Probably more. I haven't I haven't drove to Miami in quite a while. But uh, if I was to drive from Miami or from Orlando to Miami for a meeting. You know, I'm reading here that uh, that yeah, I mean, sometimes you have to. Uh, that's number three here. Number one was uh, get the picture. Yeah. Number two, steer clear of scams. Yeah, you don't want to be sending your kids' pictures to some creep bags or people who are going to steal it and pressure you or ask for money. If they ask for money up front, get out of there. Gone. Uh, But then section three says, put on your walking shoes. Once you sign with a reputable agency, the real work begins. You and your child will be sent on a number of go-sees, brief meetings with representatives representatives of firms who may be interested in hiring your child. I want to look her over. 
You're usually in and out of the appointment within 15 minutes. But if there's a line, a a go-see can last much longer. So, I mean, that's what I'm saying. You know, if I get a call and they're like, hey, can you be here in a couple hours? I'd be like, no. (laughs) I I could be there in five hours, you know, but I'm not going to drive five hours to meet you for like, you know, 10 minutes. I'm sorry. I mean, I... I say that, but you know, like if it was a, if it was a, uh, not tryouts, what do they call them, uh, casting call or something, you knew what the job was and kind of what the money might be like, you know, but I'm not going to go down there and meet with someone for, drive five hours to meet someone for 10 minutes for a gig that's only going to net like a hundred, 200 bucks, you know, that'd be pretty shitty. Number four, be realistic. Though you may have visions of mega millions. See, this is where I'm coming. I got these visions, mega millions. Though you may have visions of mega millions rolling in from your child's modeling, this is rarely ever the case. So that's Shiri Brownstein, booking agent for Wilhelmina. Wilhelmina? Oh, there you go, Wilhelmina. Modeling agency in New York City. They also represent adults. Some child models might get only two or three jobs a month. Young kids usually work for no more than two hours at a time. The standard rate children get for catalog work is $75 an hour. Yeah, that's only $150. I'm not driving for, I'm not like, I'm not driving to Miami for $150. I'm sorry. Product packages, soap box label, may pay a bit more, I say. That could be uh, perhaps, that's the term they use, perhaps $125 an hour. Editorial work, even less, $25 to $75 an hour. Uh... Sometimes the most prestigious places pay the least because you get such a good tear sheet for your child's portfolio out of it. Ain't that some bullshit? That's like, oh, you want to do it for the exposure, for the love? Now, get the fuck out of here with your bullshit. You know, you're a big deal. You should pay more. You know, is that how you get to be a big deal by just screwing people over and saying, oh, well, you know, now you can say that you work for us. Like, what other job is like that? I mean, I guess, but they want to see what school, what your, what your body of work is. I don't know. I guess that's what the same thing. We're saying the same thing. Oh, here we go. TV gigs can yield bigger payoffs. <clears throat> you got to go through an agency. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, process is much the same. Snapshots to mail. Contract to snag. The go sees. Coming this fall to ABC. The go sees. Uh... All for a chance to be in a commercial, or more rarely, a TV show. 
Commercial work can yield as little as about $475 if the film is if the spot is filmed but never airs, all the way up to a hundred thousand for a national commercial that runs for several years. Years? When's the last time you saw a commercial from like several years ago? Like on on uh, on current television? I don't. You know, there's so many goddamn car ads on these things now that uh, it's a wonder they have time for any other kind of commercials. Yeah, I fucking hate television. I hate ads. Why would I do this? Why would I contribute to the problem? For those mega millions! <laughs> uh, it's looking more and more like this... Uh, my uh, hopes and dreams of uh, modeling my child. It's too much work. Don't take rejection to heart. Number five. Well, that just goes without saying. If you're trying to get into any kind of uh, visual talent, you know, whether it be a part in a show or, you know, whatever. It's like, this is very easy. Podcasting, I can do this. No one's around. I can upload it. And who fucking cares if anybody listens to it? But if I'm getting, you know, if I was getting paid, if they were paying gigs to do this, I'm sure it would be much more discriminating. The internet is not discriminating. But, um,. But print and TV is, you know what I mean? So yeah, you're going to fucking, you're going to get rejected. You're absolutely going to get rejected. You're super naive if you go into it not thinking you're going to get rejected at some point. Uh, don't let it bother you. Yeah. This is turned self-help, I guess. Uh. May, your child may simply be the wrong shirt size, or she may even be too cute. That's like I said, that's the problem I'm gonna run into. Oh, a day in the life. I'm not gonna go into all this. You guys get the gist. You got any kids? What do you think? Your kids good looking? Uh, I don't know. This is something I never thought about before I had a kid. And it turned out to be so good looking. Okay, yeah, I looked at all this. Okay. Well, uh, coming up next then, uh, I've got a personal story to share with you uh, of winning yesterday. That's... Uh, it's going to blow your mind. Coming up right after this. A comprehensive guide to retroactive trend setting. You're listening to Absolutely Nothing Going On.
historically have been a frequenter of Pet Boys Auto Parts. They seem to have a little bit more selection than uh, the other auto parts stores. Uh, they got a lot of extra things in there, like um, for like washing and detailing your car and aftermarket lights and things like that. So they just have a little bit bigger selection. But one thing that they do have that a lot of people don't really recognize them for is tires. Um, when I was moving here back in November, uh, moving to Florida, I uh, was bringing my motor home with me and I had to get all new tires. The, the whole thing needed tires. Um, and it was kind of a rush job. We were trying to get out of town. We'd had some problems with the tires that were on there. And instead of chance it, I just, we decided to go ahead and just get some new tires on it. And <clears throat> we'd called around camping world. Couldn't do it for like two and a half weeks. Uh, pet boys was like, yeah, we got those size tires. Um, you know, we'll, we can have them in tomorrow, blah, blah, blah. And so I wasn't able to get by that next day, but the day after that I went and it was a mess. I was there nine and a half hours. Um, they had to use my Jack because their Jacks, uh, took a dump was his, was the guy's, uh, quote, I quote, our Jacks took a dump. Um, he was, it sounded like he was going to try and push it off on me. I was like, no, no, I got a Jack right here, here, just use this one. So they had to use my equipment and it took all, all fucking day, all day long. Um, and I had to sit in a car with my wife and my two dogs and my baby in, uh, in just the little Volkswagen Jetta studios, um, for nine and a half hours, man. Like we'd already moved out of our house. Um, and it was just a nightmare and I was very upset and I called pet boys, uh, to try and get something resolved. And, um, they, at first I thought they weren't going to do anything, but then they said, Oh, well, we'll refer it to, uh, the store in the regional, whatever to, you know, whatever. I thought they were going to put me off. And so I was like, okay, fine. Well, finally got a call back. Um, after calling again almost a month later, once I got to Florida, uh, this was in December, and I got a call back like a day or two before Christmas saying, oh, yeah, we could do this a uh, little bit of money. You know, that's what we're approved for and all that sort of thing. And I said, uh, well, I can't, you know, I can't really do anything about that until I talked to my wife. And um, there was a lot going on. My mother's had cancer and, you know, she's going to have her surgery here this week, finally. So everything's going to be great. Um, after that's finished with, but things have just been crazy here and it's been a bit, a bit difficult. And that kind of took a back seat. And finally, I get a call yesterday. My wife, I guess, had done some checking into it. She told me. Uh, but then I surprisingly got a call and, um, and the guy was very helpful and he said, uh, <clears throat> He said, I don't want to do the bare minimum. So they reimbursed me for this other thing that I wanted taken off. And, um, and we came to an agreement and, uh, my faith has been restored in Pet Boys Auto. So if you're in the market for any kind of auto parts, um, or tires, you know, maybe check out a Pet Boys. But, uh, just so you know, if you have any kind of problem, talk to them and, uh, hopefully they'll work it out with you like they did for me. So 
just a little personal interest story. I used to be in Pet Boys probably like at least three or four times a month. You know, I was in there at least once a week getting stuff, little things, you know. Um, yeah, so I was I was very happy that that they came back because uh, I hadn't been to a Pet Boys since November. Um, if that tells you anything, I was like, nope, not getting any more of my business until this is settled or not. And then maybe never. So I'm glad they did the right thing because um, I'll go ahead and shop at Pet Boys and they earn my business back. So thank you, Pet Boys. I know it was like a totally boring story, bullshit story about <laughs> my life. But uh, luckily I saved it for the end uh, so I could just bore you guys on off to sleep with it. So yeah, uh, that should be it. If you guys like Pet Boys, holler at me. Tell me your favorite. Pet Boys story or auto parts in general. Tell me some auto parts stories, man. I want to hear. Um, maybe you had service done somewhere and it was a total shit show. Holler at me. Let me know how it was and uh, we'll talk about it. Let's go ahead and do uh, do our no thanks and uh, we'll get out of here. <laughs> Okay, so uh, if you're uh, in the Austin area, go ahead and uh, and uh, you know anything about this uh, package bomber deal, go ahead and drop a dime, make some money. Drop a dime and make some money. Fuck with me and make some money. 65000 on the line, nothing to scoff at. So uh, just for keeping your eyes open. Okay, so... Uh, <laughs> Today's no thanks. Uh, let's start with uh, seeing as uh, the FBI is going to have a lot of these. Uh, we're going to say no thanks to Flashlight. And um, I guess really all kind of porn, smut, you know, adult. We'll say adult. And we'll give it a bad connotation because you do you, you know, however it, uh, however it takes you. But uh, yeah, no thanks to all those folks for fucking uh sending a bunch of unmarked boxes no thanks to uh child modeling agencies no thanks to them for rejecting my child for looking too good <laughs> uh, uh also no thanks to anchor fm for letting us keep going Again, I'm going to say no thanks to them every fucking day until they shut me down or I uh, got something better. Uh, and then, of course, thanks to Pep. Thank you, actually, to Pet Boys. Go ahead and uh, let me know what you thought of that. What, what you think of Pet Boys? I don't know how much anyone else shops for things. I'm, I'm a, you know, broke asshole, so I got to make my car stretch as much as I can. So, uh, so yeah. Keep sending in, uh, you know, get on Anchor, send me a message. If you're not on Anchor, hit me up on Twitter, at Richardography, Instagram, at Richardometry. Um, yeah, I'm going to try and get an email. Wouldn't that be great? You can send it, your questions and comments to an email that's coming soon. So, thanks for listening today, and um, yeah, hopefully we'll see you tomorrow. Peace.